Hello and welcome to the June issue of our podcast, produced by the Goethe Institute and Bayern 2 Sundfunk magazine. We've got a selection of some standout album releases lined up for you this month. Our featured artists hail from Frankfurt, Düsseldorf, Munich and Berlin. We'll be checking out some angry noise rock by the band Friends of Gas, quiet crackling techno by Pohl, songs by the almost forgotten female pioneers of punk, Östro 430, and globetrotter Chantel with his new album, Istanbul. But before we get to that, let's start with a new album called Eresie by Teresa Strutkus, a.k.a. Golden Disco Ship. By the way, this is disco king Dave Creeden presenting the English version of Angie Portman's podcast.
Take me to the airport, sings Teresa Strutkus. The airport is the gateway to the great wide world. It's where you fly off with hardly a care in the world to faraway lands. And the airports were probably still bustling when Teresa Strutkus was looking for inspiration for her fourth album. They're deserted now. An almost dystopian emptiness echoes through the terminals these days. Not for long, though. That's bound to change soon. And the music on this album, Aracier, is constantly changing too. From the ghostly, forsaken, urban sound of the tune Glow in the Dark Gloves, to the airy, fairy music of Wildly Floral, Slightly Damp, Golden Disco Ship's fourth album to date is an utterly unpredictable adventure. Each musical idea spawns new ones in rapid succession. Strötkes winds her way through a thicket of techno, jazz and avant-garde pop, experimenting with electronic and acoustic alike, frequently distorted vocals and a bunch of field recordings from her travels abroad. For Aracier, she flew to India, where she clearly found just the right inspiration to power her golden disco ship. Let's fly west now from India to Istanbul to check out Chantel and his latest release.
Stefan Hantel from Frankfurt, alias Chantel, is a passionate DJ. His club nights are legendary. The clubbers love his wild Balkan beats. Chantel has been at it for nearly 20 years now, ever since he topped the charts with Disco Partizani. In der Tat war Disco Partizani der zu meiner großen Überraschung allumfassende Mega-Hit, wo ich dann auch nicht mehr wusste, was kommt jetzt noch. Es kam sehr viel. Der Anfang war die persönliche Spurensuche in Bezug auf meine Familie, die aus Tschernobyl. Much to my surprise, Disco Partizani was an all-out Mega-Hit. I didn't know what lay in store for me afterwards. A whole lot, as it turns out. Starting with a personal search for traces of my family from Tschernowitz, in the Bukovina region of western Ukraine. I traveled there several times and soon realized that these roots, this myth, no longer exist, and I had to come up with my own worldview, my own cultural, artistic and musical philosophy. Naturally, it was heavily influenced by my family history and the euphoria of a fresh start, ten years after the fall of the wall. Europe had reinvented itself as a cultural melting pot, and I was very much part of it at the musical end. I was very actively involved. This has always been one of Chantel's fortes, the ability to engage with a new culture, actively explore it, and eventually fall in love with it. Disco Partizani made it into the top 10 in 2007, even in Turkey, where it was the best-selling album by a foreign artist. Speaking of which, Chantel has long been interested in Turkish culture, especially its music. He explored Anatolian folk music for the soundtrack to Fatih Akin's film Auf der anderen Seite, English title The Edge of Heaven. And he has repeatedly played Istanbul, including the legendary Babylon Club, with his Bukovina Club Orchestra. Chantel actually has his own flat in the Kadiköy district of Istanbul. No wonder his latest album is called Istanbul. So Chantel's first inspiration, the music of Bukovina, was followed by Turkish folk music and psychedelic Anatolian rock. In its heyday in 1970s Turkey, Anatolian or Anadolu rock, as it's called in Turkish, was still by and large political and socio-critical. That aspect has been sidelined since. And yet when bands like Altin Gün from Amsterdam or Chantel himself on his new album set about to revive Anadolu rock, that's a political statement, because they're pushing boundaries and building bridges. When one of his songs, for example, celebrates the sleepy heads, in other words the hippies, who are a thorn in the Turkish government's side, it's a subtle barb at the autocratic powers that be. So is his song about a young, emancipated woman who lives her life as she sees fit and is consequently branded a whore. Chantel made this album with the Turkish band Cumbush Cemaat. The band's singer sports a remarkably bushy walrus moustache and has about 500 songs in his repertoire, though he hadn't recorded a single one of them yet. That includes folk music, traditional wedding songs and, as it happens, Anadolu rock. Together, Chantel and Cumbus Cemaat have put together a wonderfully psychedelic and danceable album. It pays tribute to Turkish tradition while inviting us to party, to celebrate the here and now, thanks to its modern electronic production and its elements of disco and dub. We'll keep each other at arm's length on the dance floor, of course, at least for the time being.
Speaking of the here and now, the music of the Düsseldorf punk pioneers Östro 430, originally recorded between 1981 and 1983, has now been released at long last. Back in the late 1970s, the West German music scene was still a mainly male preserve, even the punk scene. But in 1979, four young women studying in Düsseldorf started up a band called Östro 430. They met at Rattinger Hof, the Düsseldorf club where Die Totenhosen, DAF, and Peter Hein of the Fehlfarben also hung out at the time. And just a few months later, they were already opening for the Fehlfarben on their national tour. Their songs bore titles like Sexuelle Nordstand, meaning sexual emergency, Zu cool für dich, in other words, too cool for you, and Ich halt mich daraus, I'm not getting involved. The song said loud and clear what these women thought of conformist squares and machismo, and what they wanted, namely self-determination, sexual freedom, and control over their own bodies. These were unusual, even radical ideas back then in the punk scene, as was the band's instrumental lineup too. Drums, bass, keyboard and saxophone, but no guitar. Their first album came out in 1983, and Östro 430 disbanded only a year later. Now, nearly 40 years on, these all-but-forgotten punk pioneers have finally been salvaged from the scrap heap of pop historical oblivion. Their complete songs, recorded from 1981 to 1983, are now out on a CD and a double LP. Düsseldorf's most prominent punk, namely Campino of Die Totenhosen, wrote the liner notes for this anthology. 
An all-female band was a rarity at the time, even in the punk scene, he writes. There was the band Kleenex from Zurich, Malaria in Berlin, the brilliant Slits and the Raincoats, of course, in London, but not many others. Listening to their old records today, I realise what a pioneering role they played for the current-day debate about gender equality. They were brave and provocative, and they enriched not only the Düsseldorf scene, but the whole, mostly male-dominated, German music scene. I'm glad I hail from the same scene as Östrow 430, and that I got to accompany them part of the way. And Kolger, who raps in The Antelope Gang, says Östro 436 lyrics are, quote, packed with slogans you could print on a T-shirt, unquote. Come to think of it, our next band's lyrics are chock-a-block with T-shirt-worthy catchphrases too. Here's Friends of Gas.
Friends of Gas sound merciless and marvellous again on their second album to date. It's called Kein Wetter, which means no weather. It's noise rock deluxe, replete with a dark, stoic bass line, strident guitars and Nina Walser's hoarse vocals. The lyrics sound like chapter headings, like bare-bones slogans or cryptic poetry. Here are a few lines of theirs in English translation. Capital or capitulate. The weather's so odd, my eyes are made of glass. Our love is a synthesized monster. Or, get out of my reign, emptiness, dear emptiness. The lyrics, at once fascinating and disturbing, seem to be thrown at our feet. Take it or leave it, they seem to say. Friends of Gas dissect our lives, our present day and age, with a brutality that makes your blood run cold. This time around, the album was produced not by the band themselves, but by Olaf Opal, who has already produced records by the No Twist and International Music, and is making a name for himself these days as a new Steve Albini. And Olaf Opal hasn't taken the edge off the anger, violence and rough beauty of this Munich rock band songs. Quite the contrary. Let's wind our June popcast down on a very soft note with Stefan Betke, alias Poe. This Berlin-based musician and producer has remastered and re-released his three groundbreaking albums, Pole 1, Pole 2 and Pole 3. Twenty years after completing that trilogy, the grandmaster of dark dub techno is at it again. Legend has it, by the way, that his signature crackling glitch sound originated with a Waldorf four-pole analog filter that Betke dropped on the floor, and that's been crackling away ever since. So what was, on the face of it, a defect in the sound system was to become his stylistic trademark. Silence is rarely granted so much space and music. We should savour it. This is Crackling D. Creedon signing off on the English version of Angie Potman's podcast, wishing us all a fine month of June, in spite of everything. Stay safe.